Welcome back. Last episode, we talked about the 19 predictions for a year in quarantine. But something came up about marriages and relationships from the last episode, and I thought it'd be best to move that topic to the new podcast, The Helpline. I've invited my professor and mentor to assist me on that episode, so if you're a fan of Gottman methodology, get your relationship questions in at www.thehelpline.com. There's a dash between help and line, thehelp-line.com. Link in the show notes. But I digress. Today, we're talking about finding the silver lining. Or perhaps I should say, silver mining. Are you ready? Let's go. Are you ready? You are now listening to the Solano Fit Podcast. Featuring health and fitness to change your life and inspiration to live your best. Here's your host, Hans O. Johnson. Now, there's a saying that every cloud has a silver lining. And it means that even the worst situations have something positive about them. And if that's true, that every cloud has a silver lining, then what does it mean for a coming storm? What does that mean for a pandemic? More clouds, more silver, right? Here's some silver I found. Two weeks ago, before it really hit the media circuit, I discovered my mother-in-law was making masks with filters in them. She was sewing them with her sewing guild and sending them to hospitals. We still have elastic coming to the house now for more masks. And it's not just her. People all around the world are finding ways to help. Here's more silver. There are more free webinars available than I can remember. For mental, emotional health, physical health, fitness webinars, fitness videos, free instruction. In fact, I've never used my TRX until now. Drilled some holes in the garage and presto. Workout gym. More silver. I see families walking together a lot. At a local state park, it was so crowded I had to change my bike route. And as a fitness advocate, that's super cool. Something I appreciate. There's some silver lining. Families are talking more and old friends are getting in touch. More relationship building is a good thing. It makes life more meaningful. And you might not remember this, but before the quarantine, a lot of media was talking about all the deleterious effects of sleeplessness. But if you're one of the ones that's getting more sleep now than you've ever gotten before, be grateful. You're one of the fortunate ones. And that's some silver lining. And in California, the weather's been great. We've had some beautiful days. But even skies that make rain are a blessing. I mean, to the soil and to the farms and to nature, we can be grateful for the weather we have and we can be grateful for the times we're in. Just like in fitness, finding the silver lining, I'm calling it silver mining, is an exercise you have to do, especially when you don't feel like it. The more you work this attitude, this this shift toward gratitude, toward being grateful, the more you feel like it. In fact, it's common sense. It's almost common science, hope, connection, and gratitude. It's so much like a muscle, it's not even funny. It it literally boosts your immune system. I mean, if you know anyone with resting bitch face or bitter beer face, when you look at them, it's like years of using their face muscles to scrunch up their face and to, to, or to furrow their brow has cut like caverns in their skin. Now, we all get older and we all age, so I'm not denigrating aging. But if you're going to have lines in your face, you might as well make them smile lines. So what can you be grateful for? What makes you smile? You can be grateful for the people you've known and the ones you've loved and lost. You can be grateful for the energy and the life you have right now. You can be grateful for science or technology or the car or the phone you have to listen to this podcast. You can be grateful for your ears. You can be grateful for your past and the ways it formed the person you are today. You can be grateful for the times you're in, the good, the bad, and the times to come. It's times like these that our silver mining aptitude our ability to turn towards gratitude, 
These, I'll call them even gratitude muscles. These gratitude muscles are tested. And it's different for everyone. We'll be tested at different times and different weights and different measures. And for a lot of people, it's getting really heavy out there. But I promise you, the more you use your gratitude muscles, the more you practice silver mining, the stronger and more resilient you'll be. Of course, I'm not advocating blind optimism. I'm not talking about putting your head in the sand and completely ignoring the bad stuff. I'm talking about fixing your attention in the morning and in the evening on what you're grateful for. I'm talking about the exercises. I'm talking about meditating, keeping a gratitude journal, praying or reading something inspirational or reading scripture every morning. You can go back to our 30-day healthy and happy challenge that we did. I think it was 2019. It's still good. It'll help you set your sights on what is right with the world. I'll put a link in the show notes if you don't want to scroll back to the episodes. There are 30 of them. But it will remind you to look for the love and look for the hope. Look for the helpers. If you're familiar with Viktor Frankl's book, A Man's Search for Meaning, you'll remember that in the darkest times, gratitude can be found. It must be found. Finding it can be a matter of life and death. Viktor Frankl, a survivor of four Nazi concentration camps, saw this firsthand. When a prisoner in the concentration camp would lose hope and refuse to get out of bed for another day of forced labor, he would pull out a cigarette he'd been hiding in his jacket and start smoking. Frankel says their meaning orientation had subsided, and consequently, the seeking of immediate pleasure had taken over. At that moment, we knew that for the next 48 hours or so, we would watch them die. After spending three years in Nazi concentration camps, Frankel realized that it was often the loss of meaning that took prisoners' lives, and less the lack of food or medicine. When there is no vision, when there is no meaning, the people perish. That is true of your business, that is true of your marriage, that is true of relationships, that's true of your life. And none of that changes the object of the suffering itself, right? I mean, it's still there. And that's so important to remember that I wanted to include this extra clip too. Victor talks about it here. This is Dr. Victor Frankl, professor of psychiatry and neurology at the University of Vienna. On top of that, president of the Austrian Medical Society for Psychotherapy. On top of that, he's the author of some of the widely read books in our time. Among them, From Death Camp to Existentialism, The Doctor and the Soul, and his newest book, Man's Search for Meaning. Dr. Frankel from Vienna is here to discuss with us tonight some of the crucial questions which haunt all of us regarding modern man, his troubles, his anxieties, and his hopes for the future. And now, Dr. Frankel, who speaks to modern man wherever he is about the will to meaning. Uh, once I was uh, consulted by an old uh, general practitioner of the outer um, uh, part of Vienna, and he told me, Dr. Franke, I come to see you because of a severe depression which, uh, from which I'm suffering throughout the last two years since my wife died. And I can't uh, get uh, over, I can't uh, get rid of this depression. It's nonsense to approach you, doctor, because uh, any prescription I could make myself. But nevertheless, I have the feeling I should speak to you, talk with you. Then there was a pause, and he asked me, what what should I do? And and they didn't give him any advice. I didn't tell him anything, but I just asked him a question. I asked this old uh, uh, doctor, tell me, doctor, what? would have happened if you had died first and your wife would have had to survive. Had to survive, right. Therefore, he said, oh, how this would have been terrible, how she had suffered. 
that when I retort it well. This suffering, doctor, your wife has been spared this suffering, and it was you who could spare her this suffering. But now, as it were, you have to pay for it. You are built for it. By the fact that now you have to mourn, you have to suffer, you have to survive her. This man looked me up and then he stood up, gave me his hand and silently left my office. He found consolation in this reversal of attitude toward a fate which could no longer be changed. I could not revive his life. You understand? Right. But I right. could change his attitude. Suddenly he saw a meaning, the meaning of a sacrifice. At the same moment, there was no depression any longer. He could overcome this depression. It was, it remained still suffering, but it was suffering for the sake of someone. So you're saying the events of life, apart from meaning, are useless. Man cannot uh, be healthy without meaning, without uh, meaning beckoning him. He, he could not even be, uh, remain alive. You know who has said this? Albert Einstein. Einstein. Mm -hmm. No psychiatrist. And now I think psychiatrists should be reminded of this primary uh, motivational force in man. That man is primarily and basically reaching out for meaning. And man must be prepared to endure the tension between the meaning which is in wait for him and the being the actual being, the actual state of affairs. This that gap between between uh, between what he is and what he should become, what he ought to be, this gap must be endured. Suffering is a reality of life. And it reminds me that gratitude isn't always smiley. You can be grateful with tears streaming down your face too. But that perspective shifting, that ability, is just as important when the glass is half full as when it's only a quarter full. Here is a final piece of silver. Crises like these, this pandemic, remind many of us of what's important. The extended pause invites us to take stock of what we are or what we've been and reconcile that with who or what we want to be. It can be extremely uncomfortable sitting in your own uncertainty, the silence of it. Life asks us these questions, but to find these answers is to find the silver lining and even more powerful to find meaning. Watch these videos in the show notes, if you have the time. There is always silver lining. Mine your silver from the clouds in your life, and don't let it tarnish. That's it for now. If you're grateful for this episode, please leave a review. You know they matter, and they help. You can do so on iTunes or on the podcast player of your choice. And don't forget to check out the new helpline at thehelpline.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning, love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's all right with me Just one
look at you And I know it's gonna be A love 